If you're listening to the show on the day of its release, that means that we have a pick me up newsletter coming out today. Now, here is how Katie Burke describes this week because she always gives me and Jeff. She doesn't tell us exactly what's going into it, but she gives us a little like preview. Here's what she said. The newsletter is heavily recipes and splashes of happiness. Everybody's staying in cooking for themselves now. And I think Katie's capitalizing this on this with are we doing desserts this week? Isn't oh, that the yeah. focus? Yeah. We're doing desserts. So here is some of um what she's included. And I'm sorry in advance because just looking at this list makes my mouth start to like water. Okay. My mom um sent cheesecake bars, okay. which are really good. I don't your, know if you've had those before. Your mom sent that recipe in yes, for this? She did. Okay. Um Katie's chocolate lasagna. Oh, that just sounds, that sounds great. Um, from Upsiders, Scotcheroos, which are like apparently the best Rice Krispie treats, mint brownie cookies, crockpot chocolate lava cake, and, um, chocolate chip cookie pie. And that's just some of them. We made, Callie and I made last week a yellow, just a box cake, right? The, the Duncan Hines or whoever it is. That's better. Yeah. And put chocolate frosting on it. We ate like half of it in 36 hours and then threw the rest of the cake away because we couldn't have it in our house. So this newsletter that's coming out later today is basically the devil in email form. I will say it reminds me, you know what our cake eating episode last week reminds me of? You won't get this. You never watched the sex in the city, right? No. I mean, I've seen episodes of it, but no. One of my favorite all time scenes <laughs> in sex in the city is when Miranda gets obsessed with box cake and she eats like a little, you know how you go and you cut off a little bit of oh, it yeah, that's and then you're exactly, like, that's, that's all I'm going to have right now. And then you walk by it again yeah. and then you can finally, she puts it in the trash. Then she eats it out of the trash. So then she has to cover it in the trash with dish soap. So that she, she won't sabotage it. I get that. I've been there. I've been to Miranda. <laughs> I get you. So that right there is the pick me up this week. So good. You'll need to cover it in dish soap. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the comfortable furniture that Callie and I have in our house. But it could be more comfortable if someone wanted to sponsor our studio. <laughs> Just kidding. Furniture stores aren't even open for business right now. The chance of us getting a sponsor, zero. I know. Zero. My name is Callie Dollar, and I'm grateful for silicone straws. I'm going to start today's episode off with my three random things because I completely forgot about them yesterday. We got so busy talking about you gardening. We just got off on a lot of tangents yesterday. Yeah. It happens. It was good conversation. We talked about Ozark. Yeah. Then we talked about the Joe Exotic thing, which we've continued to watch, and it just gets more and more bizarre. And then, yeah. And then me, me and my video games at the supermarkets and all that. So uh, we're just going to start with my three random things. That way they won't be forgotten about. First, 70% of single people or I guess people reported when they were single that 
they were out on something that they weren't sure if it was a date or not. Say that again. I don't understand. 70% of people reported that when they were single, Mm -hmm. they were out with another individual and they didn't know if it was a date or not. I wasn't sure if our first date was a date. Well, our first date wasn't really a date. Because we were with one of your coworkers. Oh, that, I don't even consider that a first date. That was- Well, you should, because we made out at the end of it. Oh yeah, it's true. We did. But that, (laughs) that doesn't, I, that didn't count. Did We didn't even drive there together. No, we didn't drive there together. It was, a, it was a, an event at one of the um, sound stages here in town. It was a film event. And Jeff used to work with someone that was super into film stuff. So Jeff got that person tickets and then was like, hey, I'm going to go with one of my coworkers to this thing. Do you want to go? And I was like, sure. And then for some reason, we wound up holding hands at the event, which is like super scandalous because we both were dating other people at the time. And then we made it out in the parking lot. And then we had a baby in November, <laughs> this coming November. So look how that all worked out. I The only thing that I can think of, and, and I, I'm fairly certain I've talked about this on, on the episode, on an episode of, of the show, is where I was asked a girl out and right at the start of the date, she said, this isn't a date. And you're like, cool, this is going to be a great way to spend the next two hours of my life. (laughs) Right. Uh, But I don't think, I think it might be different. No, I don't know if it's different for guys and girls. Anyways, that's my first random thing. 70% of single people have been confused on whether an outing was a date or not. Uh, Oh, no. And then if I kept reading, according to the survey, men are just as bewildered as women when it comes to knowing if they're on a date or just, quote, hanging with a friend. Hmm. Uh, My second, the average number of friends that a woman has, would you like to guess before I give you the answer? No, because I have no idea. 34. They have two best friends. Okay. Six very close friends, like inner circle friends. And then they have about 26 acquaintances. I need to know what constitutes like an acquaintance. I need better definitions for all of these. Because is a coworker an acquaintance? Like, I'm sure there are people, well, back when people were actually in your office, there are people that you work with that you would consider friends, but they weren't like, like you wouldn't text wouldn't- them randomly on a Saturday afternoon to, to be like, right. They want to hang out. But when you're at work, You'll stop by their desk and talk to them or like if you see them in the break room, you'll sit at the same table as them. Is that a friend? I don't know. Why are you why are you so baffled by it? Well, it's funny because I honestly feel like I haven't had a social life in a couple of months since we've been trying to launch this show. So I'm like, do I have friends? Do I? I feel kind of like it. But there was a while where I was like going out all the time with friends and doing group stuff and all the stuff. And then I don't know if it just like exhausted me or we started the show or ran out of time or whatever. And now this whole thing, but I'm feeling like, you know, well, I will tell you this. It's cute that you're blaming it, blaming it on starting this show, but I'm telling you that the reality of your alarm going off at three in the morning. Oh, that's true. Has finally caught up with you. It always takes a couple years because you spend the first year thinking like, Oh, I can work around this. I can just take naps. No, no, you can't. You can't. <laughs> then you spend the second year trying to find the rhythm. 
Like, oh, well, let me see if I dig up And then you give up and realize that you can't do anything Sunday through Thursday. Exactly. All right. And then uh, here's my third random thing. This is actually um, three random things inside of a random thing. Things for you to do at home while you're sheltering in place. One, if you want to know how well your brain works, close your eyes and lift one foot off the ground. The longer you can stand on one leg without falling, the better your brain is functioning. Did you try it already? I haven't yet. Uh, the uh, timing is 28 seconds for men ages 20 to 30, 23 seconds for people, I'm sorry, people age 20 to 30, 23 seconds for ages 31 to 40, and then 15 seconds for 41 to 60. Hmm. So uh, that's something for you to do at home. Uh, if you're hanging out and you're bored, uh, guys spend an average of 27 seconds trying to figure out how to take a bra off their woman. What? 27 seconds is how long it takes. Uh, even if they're using both hands. What does that have to do with anything? That's just a thing if you want to do it at home while you're on break and see how long it takes. <laughs> you're Is that what you want to do when we're sh- done with this? Oh, I'm so fast. I'm so fast, especially with one hand, except for you have a couple of janky bras <laughs> that where you're like, oh, that one, that hook's weird. You got to stand on your head and <laughs> dislocate your thumb to get it. Well, I don't anymore. You did. I did. Yeah. Until I had my mega purge. But if everything's working as it should, pow, one hand, one second. Yeah. No okay. problem. Okay. We'll test it and I'll report back tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Please do. Except uh, you're working from home this week, so you haven't had a bra on since <laughs> Friday. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong, especially because I'm not the one running errands in this house. So I, yep, yeah, nope, not happening. And here's the third thing for you to do at home. If you're bored, think of your mood. Summarize your mood in one word. Then you got it. Now think of the last thing that you snacked on directly from the cabinet or from the refrigerator. Your mood plus your snack is your COVID-19 nickname. (laughs) (laughs) Mine is sick cheese. There you go. What's yours? Uh, mine would be probably <laughs> grateful cookie. I'm trying to think of the last thing that I ate. Like last night, it would have been sleepy toast. <laughs> uh, oh, actually, after dinner, it could have been uh, after dinner, I was angry wine. So, yeah. Uh, Why were you angry? I was responding to people on Facebook. Jeff gets into internet fights. They're not internet fights. I have just. Here's the thing. Do not fight with Jeff Dollar. You will not win. And here's the thing about how Jeff. Here's the thing how Jeff Dollar fights. Here's how Jeff Dollar will not get into a fight unless he knows he can win it. So I'm just going to save you a lot of time if you ever poke the bear that is Jeff Dollar. If he comes back at you with, well, actually, blah, 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 you're not going to win. Let I, me just save that 100% of the discussions he gets into online, the other person winds up deleting. The reason, Am I wrong? No, the reason is- Should have been a lawyer. People have said to me, 
Like, oh my gosh, uh, have you ever admitted you're wrong? That has been said to me before. And I proudly say very rarely, like I w- if I am wrong, I will admit that I'm wrong. But the reason that I am never wrong, and th- you could be this person too. The reason I am never wrong is because I don't engage with something unless I am so uh, positive about my point of view. So I just got into a Facebook conversation with somebody who is making some dumb comments regarding the coronavirus and social distancing and, and when this is all going to end and all this other stuff. And they're arguing and it, and it just rubbed me the wrong way. So I knew what I wanted to say. Then I went and fact checked it. <laughs> then I went and fact checked my sources because when I put something in writing, I don't want them to come back to me and say, actually, you're wrong. Actually, facts to back it up. Blah, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. So I had like, I was two sources deep. I'm like, just don't. That's why, like, the reason I rarely. This is why when people say, do you guys not ever fight? No, not really. We really don't. And that's probably one reason why is because when Jeff comes at me ready to fight about something, I know that he has a point, like something, you know what I mean? Like, that's why we don't fight. And I think that is why sometimes I think you are misunderstood for that. What do you mean? Like at your old job, I think people thought you always had to get your way, but it's not. It's just that when you were presenting your way, you had already done research to back yourself up. So So like Jeff doesn't go into a conversation unless he has data to back it up. And I don't, and this is probably like, you're so rude. He thinks he's always right. And he's like, no, I just research. And then I come to the conversation prepared. I just don't see a point in coming into a conversation that where we're going to just like, I don't like to have a meeting to talk about a future meeting. Like I don't want to come into a meeting and bat around ideas and all that other stuff. So if they're like, Hey, we're going to have a meeting and it's going to be about our, like going back to my radio days and it's going to be about our fall promotion idea. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, and we want you there because we want to tie in some sponsors and make some money and we want to do blah, 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 whatever. So, okay, great. So before that meeting, I'll look at the last three fall promotions that we did. I'll look at who our biggest advertisers, who our biggest advertisers are on the radio station that they'd be able to buy into. I look at all that other stuff and then I'm like, oh, here's what we need to do. Right. Like our biggest advertiser is a whatever credit union. So we need to give away cash so we could tie them into it. Here's how we're going to do it. And then everybody's like, I don't know. We know, we know, why don't we give away yeah? And I'm like, <laughs> that's wow. how Jeff hears your voice when you come to argue with him, but you don't have facts. I will. And <laughs> if you present it to me and you're like, that's a great thought. But I looked and the biggest, the rising category of advertisers are apartment communities. So I think we should give away a year free lease. I'd be like, that's a good idea. Yeah. I didn't think to look at rising categories. What do you got? Yep. Yeah. So anyways, uh, that's why I was angry wine last night. (laughs) And I was sick. Sick cheese. Sick cheese. (laughs) I did have, I found a block of cheese in our fridge and I don't, I've tried to cut back on my cheese because I, I am someone, I am an all or nothing person. So I can't have like one of something. You know what I mean? It's the same reason that I don't like to bake sweets and keep them in this house. Cause I, it's the reason that we threw away a cake. It's the reason we threw away a cake. And I 
got a block of cheese out of the fridge. I found it. I opened it. I was like, you know what? Oh, you that- found it. Like, what do you think? It was like hidden or something? No, but I usually don't go just aimlessly wandering through oh, our fridge. Like I always have a purpose when I open it. And I had some cheese and it was really, really good. It was so satisfying. Little cracker, a little cheese. So good. That answers the question that's been bugging me. What? Who cut the cheese? <laughs> You're so funny. Um, I have super weird, judgy issues with seasonal clothing. I don't even think I know what seasonal clothing is. So not seasonal clothing, but here's the thing. So in February, and I remember this because it drives me nuts. We had like one or two warm days in February and I went to the store or Target or somewhere and I saw a guy with flip flops. Oh, remember those days when you could go to stores and Target and stuff? It's becoming a faint memory. Um, But I saw this guy in flip flops and I'm like, you look like an idiot. It is February and it might be a kind of warm day, but you still look like an idiot because it's February. No, he doesn't. It was seven. I remember the week. Yeah. There was a whole week in February where it got into the seventies and people were like thrilled. Yeah. I don't do that. I, and so when are flip flops acceptable? End of March through September, never in October. But I have these, I don't even know where these deadlines came from. Where They're in not March? From my, if I, if flip-flops on March 6th? No. End of March. Last Saint week of pa- March. St. Patrick's Day. Maybe St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Okay. So I, this presents a problem to my own self when we have weeks like last week where it got down to 30 degrees. Now, most people would say, oh, I'll just get out my coat that I haven't swapped out or put in the, you know what I mean? A different closet for the year, put away for the year, whatever. But I physically couldn't do it because I was like, how stupid it is. The end of March, I'm not wearing a puff coat. But I wouldn't it, wear a winter coat. So I just wore a little jacket and then I was cold. But it was 38 degrees out. Got to be cold instead of looking down. I have these really weird, like I just get fixated on it. Like you I hate have- to when it's warm in November, do not wear flip flops in November. It's gross. Just put them September happens. And then you put all of your summer shoes away. Did you live at the beach in a house in the house before? Cause your parents live in the house you pretty much grew up in. Yeah. But y'all had a house before that. Mm-hmm. Was it the type of house where you had to like move stuff out of your closet and put it into the attic or something? I don't think so. You know how some people, my parents used to do that, um, with like sweaters and stuff like that, but I, I don't remember us doing it, but some houses are like small enough. Like we did it when we lived in the apartment, like we had like two big plastic bins that would go to storage. So maybe in your head, you're like, well, I can't wear it. Maybe there's some, is there a tie in there? Maybe. I don't know, but it just drives me nuts. Like seeing, And I hate men wearing flip-flops anyways. I just think it's the grossest, slobbiest looking thing ever. I am so glad that you don't even own flip-flops. It makes me I wear flip-flops at the beach. Rarely. Usually you wear Sanooks. Yeah, but I'll wear flip-flops like if we're on vacation and we're going down to the beach or something. Maybe. Why do you think they're gross? um, Because in general, men just have like – it's just like a – it just looks sloppy to me. It looks lazy. It's like put on some good looking shoes. It flip flops are the laziest thing in the world to me. I don't even own a pair of flip flops. I, I own one pair, um, for like, um, for pedicures. 
Oh, when you leave the... Yeah. Um, but that's it. I don't even really own flip-flops. I just think they're so sloppy looking. I uh, hate them. I didn't realize you took such a hard stance on flip-flops. I hate them. And we have a couple of guy friends that wear them all the time. Love them. I hate them. I hate... And women don't Honestly, bother me as much. Women, whatever. But I just feel like... Take some pride. No, nobody is proud of the flip-flops they wear. I, is that true? Like you don't no. ever buy flip-flops going, wow, I'm really proud of these. Unless you're like, you're going to the beach or I remember, you know, like I had some reefs that I thought were so cool, but just, every guy gets the flip-flops that have the bottle opener in the bottom and loves those lazy. That is freaking lazy. I hate it. Right. I It is a sore spot for me. I wish that no men wore flip-flops or shower shoes. They gross me out. All right. Let's say even the shower slides. I hate it. To me, it's like okay. men wearing sweatpants in public. It is the laziest I've worn thing. sweatpants I in Publix. I, I know. I hate it. In public and in public. <laughs> also in Publix. I don't know why I drive, but like men and that's fine. If you're running errands, like, you know, I wear yoga pants, running errands, whatever. What I don't like is, and you don't like this either, seeing people get on airplanes with sweatpants and like shower sets. That was before I discovered the tracksuit. My whole world has changed mm-hmm. and you are stuck in some sort of old school, you know, tyrannical, we need to be dressed a certain way. I am whatever is comfortable. No. Let's say you hate it too. I'm surprised that you're still, cause there are things that drive you nuts. Like when people don't dress, don't try to drag me down your judgy. Well, <laughs> okay. Let me ask you a question. Our house burns to the ground and every possession we have gone. And somebody pulls up and says, I see you have nothing on your feet and offers me flip-flops, sandals, or Crocs. Which one do I take? What's the difference between flip-flops and sandals? Sandals have the multiple straps. Oh, flip-flops. Jesus Jesus wore sandals. Okay. Uh, Bro wore flip-flops. And your favorite uh, doctor or chef wore Crocs. Um, I would probably say flip-flops, even though I don't like them. My point is, my point is, it just is lazy and sloppy. Like you can, women can bake it so much better. Like we put on our nice yoga pants and like you put on like a cute pair of running shoes and you didn't, we don't try any harder than the guys and guys, it's just guys. It just looks sloppy. I don't know what happened to set Callie off, but she has made a hard line in the sand against flip-flops. Well, understood in this house, but you're married to me and you don't wear them. So you're exempt. Everyone else totally fine through September to wear your flip flops. No, our friends at racetrack called us yesterday and said, Hey, thank you for telling the whole upside community about our, uh, free soda, free coffee deal for essential employees. Um, we're going to extend it through the end of April. So can you please pass that along? So that's what we're doing. If you're an essential employee, go into any racetrack and they will hook you up with uh, a free soft drink, a, f- a free small soft drink or a free coffee uh, just for being awesome. So that's first responders and that's nurses and that's doctors and that's the mailman and that's the UPS guy and the FedEx guy. If you're working, wear your uniform, have a badge on, whatever, just show them that you're working and and they'll hook you up. So thank you so much to uh, Racetrack for doing that. We appreciate it. And thank you for trusting us to share that message with our whole 
Upside community. And as long as we're doing thank yous, let's say thank you right now to the sponsors who have made this week's episode of episodes of The Upside Possible. I was really excited when I saw in our Facebook group last week that there was a thread of people that were saying how much they love their skylight frames and how now is the perfect time to be getting those as gifts. Here's what a skylight frame is. It is a gorgeous picture frame, right? It is a digital picture frame. But what makes it different is you set up an email address so you can email photos from your phone to that email address and they'll pop up automatically. We got Jeff's dad one for Christmas and we send photos all the time and they just pop up so he can kind of see what we're doing. And hopefully that makes him feel a little less alone because he is living by himself and it really kills us that we can't be near him right now. But Skylight Frame is making that a little bit better and we love being able to send photos so he knows what's going on with us. It is a great gift for anyone that you're not able to see face-to-face right now. You can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash upside and enter the code upside. Again, that is $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash upside and enter the code upside. Help is only a short online quiz away. Head to betterhelp.com slash upside. Take a short quiz and get paired with a therapist or counselor. There's thousands of them in the United States that specializes and is a fit for exactly what you need. And then start therapy within 24 hours from the comfort of your own home. Whatever you're dealing with, family conflicts, anxiety, sleeping issues, self-esteem, depression, anger, Whatever's going on in your life right now, BetterHelp can help you navigate it. Like I said, they've got over 3,000 therapists and counselors ready to help you. And if you don't like the person they match you up with, no big deal. They will match you with somebody else. And there's four different ways you can communicate with them. Text, chat, phone, and video. Generally, your first appointment is going to happen within 24 hours. It's secure, it's convenient, it's professional, and it's affordable. Right now, you can save 10% off your first month using the discount code UPSIDE. Go to Better help.com slash upside. Use the promo code upside to save 10% off. That's betterhelp.com slash upside. Now is as good of a time as any to get some of those things off your long range to-do list that you never get around to. One of those things, replacing and upgrading your bras. If your bra drawer looked anything like mine a couple of months ago, mine was either filled with bras that were pretty much falling apart because I've had them for way too long or were collecting dust because I've had them sitting in the drawer unworn for so long. I got rid of all of them, did a deep clean and replaced them with third love bras. I love third love. First of all, they have a fit finder quiz. So you go to thirdlove.com slash upside. They will ask you all of these seemingly random questions about your current bra and then determine what your perfect fit is. Mine was actually a half cup size different than I had been wearing. And that has made all the difference. You can wear third love bras. You can wash them. You can live in them for 60 days. And if you don't love them, you can return them. No questions asked. And third love will donate that bra to a woman in need. Go to thirdlove.com slash upside now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. Again, that's thirdlove.com slash upside to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. The only thing that we all know about this coronavirus ordeal that that we're we're navigating through is that we don't know when it's going to end. 
We hope it's going to be sooner rather than later. And uh, we, we, we hope that until the vaccine, I guess, or whatever it's, yeah, I guess the, is it the vaccine is invented and distributed until then we all are able to adapt to a new way of life, stop the spread, flatten the curve. We all, we're all working on that. But what I don't want for me, and I don't want it for anyone is to have the end of this really unique period of time to come and have it all feel like wasted time. Like this is an opportunity. And I think it's just, it's, there's a lot of symbolism in the, in this part of the, in the period of time that we're in right now. Like it's the beginning of spring. Everything's in bloom. Easter is right around the corner. It's a time for new beginnings. You know, that's what April's all about. The flowers and the bees and the birds are singing. Are you allowing this weird time to be a type of spring for you? Make sense? Like, are you allowing this uncomfortable disruption to, to be your cocoon so that you come out on the other side of it being a, a different version of yourself than before? Because if you don't, the time's going to be gone and you'll never get it back. And so in, in our spirit of always trying to find the upside and look for the upside in challenging situations, I will say this again, and I'm going to remind you, you and myself weekly until it's all over, take advantage of this period of time. What do you hope to get out of this time? Like what for you, if you could tell yourself, if you're like, okay, I'm feeling motivated right now. I want to set kind of like an intention for this time that we're all cooped up and things are kind of on pause for you personally. I want to have a different relationship with time. Like I've noticed that my, the way that I operate, I'm either all in and I'm working like 20 hours a day and it's insane and it's nuts or it's whatever, or I'm completely checked out and I'm only working like two or three hours a day. And when I say working, I'm not just talking about working, you know, like, like working job. I'm just talking about being productive. Mm -hmm. Like I don't have a lot of day-to-day balance and you have a hard and complicated relationship with time. I have a, such a challenging relationship with time. And I, and, and this disruption is forcing me to recognize that it's forcing a, a level of self-discipline that I'm not really used to. So and I, what makes this time different as it relates to you in time? Huh? Like, how is it different now? Cause you work from home all the time. So how is right now? How does it feel different to you? Well, the entire world is on pause. Like you keep bringing up over and over how nothing has changed for me. Like you're like, oh, this nothing's different from you. You still you work from home, but everything is completely different. Like mm-hmm. there's no like there's business wise. Like there's there's advertisers that we work with that are, have had to completely shut down because of where they're physically located. Of like everything is disrupted and. So I don't have like a nine to five structure when I'm going to talk to people or have meeting. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, 
so for me, I just, I, I want to, to be better at the self-discipline of managing time. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be one of those people who gets up in the morning and goes for a walk or a run. Like I've really enjoyed our walks that we've taken every day for the past several days. Jeff and I have been walking a ton. Um, yesterday, the past two days, we've done like four miles. Which is great. But I think we have to be more intentional about the timing of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the one from yesterday got a little bit away from us. Like, didn't we leave at like 11 and then? Oh my God. Yeah. We, we just, we made a couple of mistakes on that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah. So anyways, that for me, that's what I would like to take away. And I just want to make sure that come next month, hopefully, or the month after that, or whenever it is, or maybe even sooner or or maybe not till much later, whenever it happens, I want to come out on the other side of it saying, I got something out of that time, Mm -hmm. you know? So, uh, I just, I think that's an important reminder to share, especially in this window of the start of spring and Easter and rebirth and everything blooming and everything coming in to, to blossom and to be new. Um, I just wanted to share that, share that reminder. I feel very motivated. I really like that. Good. We had, um, sometimes you just give us the best segments ever. And this one I saw in our Facebook group and here it was about, um, that day where I was laughing so hard that I cried. Dude, what were you laughing at? Was it I the, was laughing was it the at voicemails the bosses the, thing where you leave us a voicemail and your kids are your coworkers and your pets are your boss. Yeah. And it was the first day we had done that. And I was just like laughing so hard. And then I started bawling and then whatever. And then we found out like two days later that I was pregnant and, um, people have messaged both of us since then and said, Oh my God, I knew you were pregnant because I was so crazy and so emotional when I was pregnant that, um, you know, I just have like the funniest, crazy stories. And Jocelyn in our Facebook group posted, okay, moms, after listening to today's episode, I think Callie would appreciate crazy hormone stories. So she knows she's not alone. I'll start. Um, and then she said in my first trimester of my pregnancy with kiddo number one, I threw my husband's friends out of our house during a weekly poker game, called them all a word that I can't say and (laughs) outed one of his friends who is straight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so then all of these comments, how many comments did we get? It just people, there were at least a hundred that I printed. Oh my gosh. They are hilarious. The things that you, um, have experienced that you wouldn't normally do, but pregnancy hormones make you a little crazy. And it's funny because we were walking in our neighborhood, like one of our daily walks this weekend. And there was the cutest little idea. I don't know if you've seen it on the news, but someone said on their street, Hey, there was a sign. Hey, see how many bears you can find in our windows. And it's called a, it's called a bear hunt. And I had no idea what it was, but the Callie goes, Oh, look, there's a bear hunt on this street. It's a cul-de-sac. And she explained that everybody in the neighborhood who participates hides teddy bears in their front window windows. Mm -hmm. And then if you have kids, you either walk or drive down that street. And the kid's goal is to spot as many teddy bears as they can 
and it's called a bear hunt and it's just something to do. And Jeff know? was like, Oh my gosh, this is so sweet. I want to, you know, I want to go see, let's go on a bear hunt. So we went down the street and I literally was tearing up cause I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so sweet. And gosh, this time is crazy right now. And I can't believe we're living here, but I was with Jeff and I didn't want him to think I was crazy. So I like held it in pretty well, but the inside of me was like sobbing. That's so funny. Sobbing because I was so touched by the bears. And I don't think that's something I would have normally cried about. No, not at all. 800-434-5454. If you want to leave a voicemail, uh, I did this, a segment similar to this on the radio Mm -hmm. um, a couple times a year. And it was when hormones got the best of you. And we called it at my last radio station, American Midol. That's funny. And it was when hormones caused you to momentarily lose your mind. Here are some of the ones on our Facebook group that I thought were so funny. Abby said, I cried on my way home from work while I was on the phone with my mom because I wanted the spaghetti they were having at my parents' house. Oh, (laughs) most of these are food related, by the way. Uh, Kelsey said, I cried because the egg salad spilled out of the sides of my sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best though, because then you just scrape it off and eat it. It's a good. It's a good thing. Kelsey, what's her name? That's a good Kelsey. thing. Heather said, "I cried when my husband cooked a store bought pizza because it smelled weird, and I made him eat it outside during winter." Oh, <laughs> that's what I have to look forward to. Yeah. Um, Selena Wilson. Oops, should I have said her last name? I don't think it's a problem considering she posted it on our Facebook okay. page. Selena. And her last name is also Wilson, so. Selena said, I cried because the wait at Red Lobster was really long and I wanted cheese biscuits, cheese biscuits so badly. I was literally sobbing in the car. I have cried for that same reason. Amy said, I cried watching Transformers 2 because the bad guys were being mean to Bumblebee. Like embarrassing sobs in the theater. I couldn't catch my breath and my husband at first felt bad, but it got so ridiculous that he couldn't stop laughing. 800-434-5454. Share your hormone posts with us. We love your voicemails and I want to share one that we got over the weekend uh, related to our hospital heroes thing that we're doing that y'all have made possible. Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Kim. I am a respiratory therapist at a local hospital, and I am calling to say thank you to everyone in the Upside community because y'all fed us dinner last night. Anyone that's not in the medical field and actually working in this, it's hard to explain the emotions that we deal with every night that we work. But the stress and the fear of especially bringing this back home to our family and just a little thing of us getting dinner brought a smile to my whole department's face tonight. And I just wanted to tell y'all how much it meant to us. And thank you so much for being the awesome community that you are. That is not a thank you to Callie and I. That's a thank you to you. Yeah. Because we have raised, I think, about $16,000, give or take. Might be a little bit higher, might be a little bit lower, but right about $16,000. And these donations are coming in $5, 10 20 $25 at a time. It's 
awesome. And the other part of that is we're using that money to pay in full and tip well the restaurants and servers that are putting together the food. So um, it's kind of twofold. Like we really wanted to help local restaurants and I say local meaning local to any hospital around the country. Yeah. Um, not just in Georgia. I think we have one that we're doing in Tennessee. Right. And we, if, we did a, a restaurant in a hospital in Alabama over the weekend or late last week. Um, so if you have a hospital, um, that you would like to see fed, um, it could be anywhere in the country. T-Bird will handle it. You can email T-Bird. T-B-I-R-D at Jeff.com and she will hook that up for you. We have a lot of money to go around. And just to make it easiest on her, here's the deal. All of the medical centers and the hospitals that we're dealing with have very specific rules about things being brought onto their campus right now. So if you work at a hospital or have a connection to a hospital, that's when you reach out to T-Bird. If you just want to nominate a hospital, there's not really anything we can do with that. Okay. You need to be We need somebody, a contact. We need we to need, know someone. We need a contact. So if your husband or your wife or your mom or your dad or your child works at the hospital, reach out to them and then give get get the information from them and then send that to T-Bird because and she'll find the restaurants yep, and she'll take that. care of everything else. But yeah, we're going to, we're going to spend all every penny. And if you want to donate, text the word hero to 800-434-5454 and you'll get a text back immediately with how you can make a donation. No amount is too small. I've been a part of a lot of fundraisers um, that have happened in different ways. Most of them obviously on radio and there's always a lot of $500,000, $2,500 donations. And we'll certainly accept those if they come in. But this has been done with none of that. This is $5 at a time, $10 at a time, $25 at a time. You know what I would like to do? I would like to feed one hospital in every state. That would be cool. So <laughs> that's really ambitious considering we've only gotten phone calls from 38 states. Yeah, that is a little ambitious, but... Nothing wrong with dreaming big. Let's dream big. Let's dream big because that would be super, super awesome. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. While we're talking about things that are super awesome and kind of related to this Hospital Heroes thing that we're doing, Tyler Perry, the actor and the producer and the director and the media mogul, was picking up food at a restaurant in Atlanta called Houston's. The best. Which is a great restaurant. It's got the best chicken tendies on the planet, according to Cali Dollar. And said to the people, he was picking up to-go food, and he says, how many servers are out of work right now because of the coronavirus? And they said 42. And he's like, all right, I'm gonna send you a check for 42 times 500, give them all 500 bucks for me as a tip on this to-go order. That is so cool. Awesome. That's so cool. I love that. At some point, we're going to have a bunch of money and we can just do that all the time. Yes. Say, so you need it. I got it. Here you go. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Sarah. Um, the way that Jeff plays the baby's heartbeat, my heart just burst into a million pieces. That is the cutest thing you can tell. She is so excited and so into it and I love 
love it. It's so cute. I'm so happy for you guys. And I hope you have a wonderful pregnancy. I know the first round, the first little bit's not so fun, but anyway, well, love you guys. Bye. You do a lot of different things to stay active. So Bomba's made a lot of different performance socks designed for everything, running, hiking, cycling, and more. Listen, it is more important than ever to take care of your physical health. And that means you got to get outside and move. Just go for a walk, take a short jog or hike if there's someplace safe and open near you. Bombas knows that whatever your activity is, you need a sock that's going to stay up, not bug you during that activity. So they have got you covered. Right now, you can get 20% off your first purchase by going to bombas.com slash upside. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash upside for 20% off. And know that Bombas is going to help people out with your purchase. They donate a pair of socks for every pair that you buy. Bombas.com slash upside. Hi, this is Tiffany. And today I am grateful for Netflix so that we can watch crazy things like uh, The Tiger King. And... I know, Callie, you said you were completely against those types of places, but, you know, some people, like me, have a lifelong dream that one day I will get to hug a full-grown tiger because I love cats and tigers, lions, they're all just little kitties to me. Um, So you might find yourself, like me, happening upon the place at Myrtle Beach that bills itself as a tiger rescue and that they're all about conservation and saving the tigers and all this. And so then you might uh, find yourself paying, you know, over $100 to have your picture made with baby tiger cubs because you get to hold them and love them and kiss them and snuggle them, and it's fantastic. And you have no idea the backstory on it (laughs) until you watch the craziness that is the Tiger King, and then you feel really bad. So, you know, it can happen to the best of us. Hi, this is Tiffany, and we just listened to the podcast where Callie is talking about a border for the garden. If you already have monkey grass there and it's in a big clump, you can dig up part of it, like half it, and then you can separate it into little bits and plant it along the border, and it will, like, multiply like crazy, and it takes care of itself, and you can do that now. It is super easy. Thanks. Hey guys, it's Mary. I also wanted to tell Jess, you are strong as well because I know how excited you are and that you must want to be there at these appointments so badly so you can experience it and also so you can be there for Callie. So um, I didn't want to leave you out of it. Callie is strong and you are strong too. And I can't wait till everything's back to normal and you can both go and have these exciting milestones, these great appointments together. So congratulations to you guys. I am thrilled for you, and thank you for sharing it with us. Love you guys. Hey, Jeff. I can totally appreciate your um, video game grocery store shopping, but I did find a flaw. Once you take your card out, uh, you have to sanitize it before you put it in your pocket because you have all those other people who are coughing all over their cards, inserting it or sliding it in the same machine that you are. And then not only are you using it, but then you're taking your ungloved hand and putting it in your pocket. You see? 
I appreciate all you guys do and um, wish you the best. Bye. Now, I'd be lying if I said the journey had been an easy one. There were some good days, but a lot of not so good days. If we take it just one day at a time with a positive attitude, anything is possible.